0: Cave, you got your co-host Mark Tom in the building. We're gonna be going over such sports endeavors throughout what's going on throughout everybody's league. So the first thing we're gonna talk about is the Los Angeles Lakers are interested in Carmelo and Anthony. He got we got traded from he got traded from Houston to the Chicago Bulls. Within 10 minutes, the Chicago Bulls released him, and once he came available, the Lakers said yes, we are interested, but no, we don't want to give up one of our guaranteed contract players. I think that's kind of crazy because. If you want Carmelo Anthony, you have to give up something. What you think, Marcus? Who do you think they should give up if they want to pursue with the Carmelo Anthony deal?
1: I'm just confused about the whole situation. I thought he was a free agent. All
0: right. So, basically, he's a free agent, and he got his contract bought out. The Lakers don't want to bring him aboard, but I feel like they have enough players to get rid of to for, to make room for Carmelo Anthony. You can get rid of KCP. You can you can get rid of It's... it's Either Lance Stevenson, I even don't know he's there, but there's other players you can get rid of. I mean, like you said before when we was talking about the last episode, they could have traded Brandon Ingram and Alonzo Ball away to make room to get a player they're liking. I feel like, like you said, it blew up in their faces. They waited and waited and see what, see what he's going to do. We already know from the first point, that Kyle Kuzma be coming in guns blazing. So we're going to ride
1: with Kyle Kuzma. Randy Ingram's like giving you anything on the offensive end. All right. So I, I don't know who they can wave, but even if they do make a slot for him, like when is he going to play? Is he going to play over Kuzma? Is he going to play over LeBron? Is he going to play over Ingram? Like I don't know when he, where he's going to get minutes at. Who, Carmel Anthony? He, he'll he be the only player on the team that, that can shoot. That's for sure. Right, so LeBron gonna vouch for him. by him, when you
0: bring in that Carmelo and Anthony, is there is there, is there enough basketball to go around to feed to feed a player like Melo? Melo's a high volume shooter. You know, we me we joked about this when we were kids when LeBron first got in the lead. We always say LeBron going to championship before Carmelo and Anthony, and you know Tony hates because he's a Melo fan. We always told him, if, if Carmelo Anthony wanted to win a championship, we always told him he had to team up with who? LeBron. LBJ. King James. And when we, he's like, man, I don't want to see, he always said, no, nah, man, if Melo going to win a ring before LeBron. I said, nah, man. I said, Melo, last scoring time he won, a, he won a scoring title, LeBron got one <laughs> of those, two. The last time that Carmelo Anthony has won a meaningful championship was Team USA. And back at Syracuse, we played with Hakeem Ward. In uh, a meaningful championship. And the reason why he, he won that, Carmelo Anthony, was, he was a more athletic player. He was slender. He was meaner. And I think since he cut the braids, he lost all his <laughs> power. If anybody follows the Bible, I ain't trying to be all biblical and all this stuff. If anybody who follows the Bible, Jesus told Samson, do not cut your cut your hair. You will lose your strength. Carmelo Anthony cut his braids off. He went from being mellow man to straight Carmelo. He hasn't so he been the be same. He should be like
1: Kawhi out here, right?
0: Huh? Right. He should have kept the braids. Imagine <laughs> if, if, if what we all If Kawhi cut his braids off, it's going to be a wrap. You see what happened to all the guys who've been superstars around the league? A cut his braids off and lost some of his juice. A you grew his braids back and got the juice back.
1: Thanks. <laughs> Thanks.
0: <laughs> So you when you look at that, you looking like Melo. I told everybody I said Melo should never cut the braids off. Melo should never ask for a trade from the Denver Nuggets. They had a, a
1: they they went to the Western Conference Finals and they went up against who? Kobe Bean Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal. he have been looking good in that lifetime Jim, though. he have been putting up them shots in that lifetime. <laughs> like, he's, no- ready. <laughs> 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 he's
0: ready. He looks more slimmer. I feel like he's gonna find a home with somebody if it's not the lakers the warriors they don't want
1: them i mean there's another team there's definitely no room for them there
0: no room but they need all the hell they can good. get they've been they benched up the, the strongest bench but we're gonna get about we're gonna talk about the warriors later but who would you if you if they talk if you if you was magic johnson right now and Melo came to you like look man i'll be putting in work i'm ready to play magic johnson and palinka has something really big on their table? Who would you willing to cut right now to give up a roster spot for carbon loyalty?
1: Right now, if I had to, I would cut KCP. If I had to cut somebody right now, it would be KCP. Sorry, KCP. KCP. You, you go. Sorry, Clutch Sports. He got to go. I was about to say that. So
0: you <laughs> LeBron James with Clutch Sports. I think I had to go with you on that one. Probably KCP. I get rid of. I release KCP. I'll make a trade somewhere else. I'll probably have the package about Brandon Ingram or Alonzo Ball for a Bradley Beal. You need a, LeBron James, for every team that LeBron James played on in his career, even with the Cavaliers, the first-year Cavaliers, he always had a three-point sniper from the Daniel Marshalls all the way down
1: to Ray Allen. Marshall. <laughs> Daniel Marshall. Speaking of cornrows, this cornrows started way back in his forehead, Daniel Marshall. <laughs> look,
0: when he had the Braves, prime example, when Daniel Marshall had the Braves, he had, he had a three-point record. He did he hit 12 sure threes did. in he one sure day with the brace. Everybody who was that sniper or was that guy for a second had Braves. They was putting in work. Latrell Sprewell, Braves, putting in work. When Udonis him cut his braids off, he lost all the juice. <laughs> he, he, his, got
1: either. He,
0: he had the braids. He was in the starting rotation. Right? Soon as he cut him, soon as he cut him off,
1: that man became the 10th man off the bench. Now he got like like the, the baby fro. The baby fro. That's the retirement. That's when you in retirement. I'm going to just rock, rock this baby fro.
0: Right. So,
1: when you get into
0: a... So we still on the Lakers subject. When you get in a possible situation, when like we said, we're gonna piggyback on this. When Kyrie Irving got on the phone and apologized to LeBron James, saying he was being bullheaded, he was being headed as that as that young kid who won all the spotlight because he wanted the same treatment as LeBron James did. LeBron put in work first and foremost, but for someone to get on the phone and make a call and be the bigger man, imagine not. And and you might see some truth to this. I'm gonna let you go ahead and tell me what your thoughts on LeBron James and Kyrie Irving pairing together, becoming back
1: together as one. I don't think it's gonna happen. I, I think Kyrie was uh, it was all cute that he called LeBron while LeBron was out having been over Kevin Love, but I don't think he wanted to be on no no court anytime soon with LeBron James as a sidekick, as uh the star guy, the head dude. He don't want to be nowhere near to a basketball court with LeBron James. He cool and all, but he ain't trying to share that shine. He don't like LeBron style when it comes back. Well, I got something for you. This is what I thought about it. I thought long and hard about it.
0: LeBron James was a couple of players when he was a kid playing basketball. Michael Jordan, Oscar Robinson, he always thought the big old name around there because he get the triple doubles, of course. Right. Kobe, Kobe Bryant is one in T-Mac. But one player who can end orders, Kobe Bryant? Kobe Bryant and Shaq had the same type of feud. Kobe wanted that shine. Kobe wanted that shine because like Shaq was getting on that shine. And Shaq was calling Kobe back then, Show Bryant. <laughs> when, when, when you And this goes back to all the way when Kobe, when, when the Lakers got into the playoffs, they ran up against the Utah Jazz in 97. And there's an aversion. I want to believe the Lakers got swept it up the first round, I believe. And Utah lost 4-0, and the coach was Dale Harris, and they had Eldon Campbell as the other backup center. I'm going That's back. The series
1: with Kobe Bryant was airballing the uh, buzzer Bowser and, and they was
0: laughing at him. This, this is the infamous Cedric Sabalas was on the bench. This is, how, this is how old that was. This is how old yeah. that was. This is old. Because um, <laughs> Derrick Fisher was on the bench. They was rookies. And, and you know, Derrick Fisher, his name is The Rock. And, you know, Kobe, Shaq was like, know, show Bo Bryant. Watch this. Airball. They put him out there. I think it was like four minutes ago in the fourth quarter. He'd been missing everything. I remember my father was saying, Even though he missed all them balls, it's gonna make him it's gonna make him a, a stronger player and a better competitor at the end. He said Kobe Bryant is gonna be something special in the making. And which he was. After that happened, the next couple of years, Kobe got better and better. He had his little duel at the all star break with Michael Jordan. I said, Okay, they battling and now all star game is eventually in Cleveland, Ohio and Kobe was a dunk contest champion. Kobe had everything going good for him that year, uh Took Brandy to prom. What else can you want from an <laughs> eighteen year old kid? And and at that time, Kobe was trying to get into his own thing, where he where he was trying to be at and build his own legacy, and it works out the best for him. He wanted that shine like how he wanted that shine. And I see the same similarities and going into Kobe. I mean, going into uh, LeBron and Kyrie. And the reason I'm saying, the reason I brought those two guys' names up to be interested in Co- Kobe Bryant mentors Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving's want to be just like Kobe. And for I think Kobe has something to do with this apology. Maybe I could be wrong, but this is just me thinking, going outside the box. This is my opinion. But this is what I see. I think Kobe Bryant sat down with young Kyrie Irving and said, you know what? I was just like you, Kai. Just like you. I wanted the same things. I wanted, I wanted the spotlight. I wanted the moment. And we know Kobe wanted that moment because... He feel like he get, should have won the Finals MVP the one year they had. To, I think it was a three-peat and he had the jacket on, the infamous picture that everybody see, the hat backers, fro Kobe, the anchor <laughs> jacket on. And this is what I think is going to happen. I think Kyrie Irving is not going to New York, not going to sign back with Boston. I think he might be the dark horse
1: point guard to go to the Lakers. I mean, it it, it is some truth that. Kobe is Kyrie's mentor. They say when they when we won his ship, the first person that Kyrie, he skyped Kobe Bryant in the the Champagne locker room. So right. But I also believe Kobe has some input of him leaving Cleveland too. So maybe they just trying to get out of Cleveland. Get him out of Cleveland so they can both end up in LA. And and that's like some mastermind type stuff. Right. And what I'm looking at is where is Kyrie
0: got a movie. LeBron got a movie. LeBron played in train wreck. LeBron got more <laughs> than an athlete. And I'm looking at where Kyrie Irving played in awkward Drew and Rob Palinka, Magic Johnson, Kobe Bryant. And they could have LeBron James in there. LeBron was like, LeBron could be in there. LeBron got to say the Magic, look, we've seen the movie, Blah, J. Blah. We know you want to be bigger than basketball, too. How they can get you to LA? Come here. Come sign a contract. We're the Lakers, we could put Kyrie. We could put you in movies. We get you another commercial. Look what it did with Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson got commercials in L.A. Playing, their, he got a what a finish thing. He doing an air guitar. He's just playing the air guitar. This is what he do. So we know it can happen.
1: Stand up. <laughs> it's I don't know about that. Little Big Mountain ain't going for it. I don't think he's going for it. And just imagine that they have Rajon Rondo and wow. Kyrie Irving two Boston Celtics, switching sides to the nemesis, to the Lake Show. I, I, it just, I just, I the can't re- see it happening. See, the reason is. I'm
0: saying that because now you really can't trade uh, which is, uh, Lonzo Ball because he injured. He had a mile three ankle sprain. He's almost as close to a broken ankle. He out four to six weeks. So if you,
1: so, I, so you a better you, brand, right. Should have been Some better shoes. <laughs> you said better
0: brand baller, <laughs> big yeah. baller brand. Yeah. <laughs> and you look at it where the Lakers are depleted. You know I want to see them bring back, though? Just to, for a couple of nights in the NBA on a 10-day contract.
1: Who is that? The
0: guy that played uh, in that D-League in the game last year.
1: On a Lakers D-League team?
0: The, old, the
1: guy that's a teacher. Yeah,
0: teacher? Yeah, something. Um, I can't think of his name. His name is something. He,
1: it. he played like the last
0: game. Yeah, like Andre Williams, something like that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> bring him back. Bucket.
1: It's a bucket. He was ready. <laughs> he bring was ready. Him back. 30 years ago.
0: You got to bring him back. He was definitely get it going. Um, Lakers need help from anywhere. It's a couple of guys. Man, you got Monte Ellis still out there on the street. Oh yeah, that's a that's a good point. Monte ain't been playing basketball now for what? It'd
1: be what two years now coming up now? Two years. No Monte Ellis. They may need to to invest in that research there. Get Monte. The Mississippi bullet. Get him out it, there. They need some bodies. Look. Hakeem Ward is still in the D League.
0: Hakeem Ward. I
1: don't know if he gonna help at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he gonna help at all. <laughs> but <laughs> he
0: There's a there's a lot of things the Lakers do need some help. But we're we'll going to go to the Lakers subject. I think that possible reunion you know, of LeBron James and Kyrie Irving sounded more realistic than anything else. Uh, but the 76
1: and the Houston Rockets. That game. So crazy. All them MLK games yesterday was just whack. I was, I'm disappointed in NBA. All them games was just terrible to watch. I couldn't watch 15 minutes of any of them. Wow. Like, they they should have did a better job of matching these teams up. They had the Lakers and uh the Warriors. And the Ooh. Warriors, they basically took the night off. They let Clay just. get yeah, Clay went hand, did He made 10 threes in a row. 10 threes in a row. He set an NBA record. That's what you do on 2K. <laughs> and then nobody else was even. Wait, well, maybe uh, Steph was in double digits. And then the Sixers and Rockets game had so much potential. I, I thought it was going to be I, the only game that was going to be good.
0: I, I Man, thought. Like, that game did not have the potential because Cor- they put Corey Brewer in the starting lineup. Right, man, he was wanted- he was trying to play basketball. He was out there flopping the area. He like them things that be at the gas at the, at the car lot that's doing this, flailing <laughs> everywhere. He had James Harden aggravated. He was in James Harden jersey. If you if they say, hey James Harden, who's hey, who's that logo in your jersey? He's like, oh, that's Corey Brewer. He was wearing him just like that. <laughs> he had him frustrated. He he, had, he made him get a technical foul. He made James Harden pick up three fouls. James Harden had to sit most of the third quarter. That's what the game got out of hand. Eric Gordon stunk the gym up. P.J. Tucker, he don't play basketball. He just out there and He put the best shoes on every night.
1: He the muscle. <laughs> P.J. Tucker the muscle.
0: P.J. Tucker looking like, what should I wear? Should I wear these Superman bronze? Should I put these KD1s on? So I put these Michael Jordan rare threes on. He's that player. He his Jordans look better than his game. Chip <laughs> Capella is out. You he had the man.
1: Be, man- uh, forget slam. He need to be on kicks.
0: You had the man- <laughs> manimal was in there for a second. He was getting he was getting abused and used by
1: Joel and B. Joel B wasn't having last night. So the, the manimal, I was impressed by him for so that to be his first game right off the street. He did look like he could help him out where Clint Capello, you know, dive into the basket, getting wow. the dunks, high energy. But like you said, it was short-lived after the process got a hold of him. And it seemed like he just took him out of the game. Yeah. He couldn't guard Joel at all. No, and that you? really, really got the sick of it And Joel B,
0: probably, to me, to be honest, probably is the best big man in the game. I'm gonna say second is my guy, the Joker from the Denver Nuggets. That people will sleep on. Like I said, I got the, I got the NBA V pass, so it's, I have fun watching different teams throughout the year and and see what they do. Not thinking he's gonna be an All Star this year, Jokic, man. He's he's good, and he got that 15 on too. So really he good. Work. He got that 15 on
1: too. Melo wore that. <laughs> what that could be a landing spot for Melo back to Denver.
0: I would like, I would love him to go there, but he wanna play for a team that has a championship build. So piggyback on that, he wanna go play for the Lakers. The Lakers don't have a championship build team. But they don't. This may be one of the years that LeBron James might be done April sixteenth along with the Cleveland Cavaliers.
1: Right. He's gonna make that move and then be planning vacations with Kevin Like, Kevin what you doing on April seventeenth? Right. Nine. <laughs> so
0: so you said like I didn't like the MLK. You know James Harden was flopping. He's a crap. Before I jump into the MLK games, like you was talking about, James Harden, Lays is catching up to him. I think he was tired. I think he was gassed last night trying to do a lot of things. You know James Harden took 844 threes. It was my bad, 803 threes already.
1: (laughs) The season? No,
0: within him scoring what? Yeah, within the season already.
1: I don't even know if it's teams. Let me look that up. Is it teams that got that many?
0: The Cavaliers, Cavaliers, Memphis Grizzlies. It's like it says like 14 teams that has not taken no more than eight hundred threes. threes. We know we know the Spurs though, because Popovich don't lie on down three like that. Man. I
1: he, That's he, a whole lot of threes.
0: Right. So basically his threes that his attempt that he took, he took more than Steph and Clay Thompson combined. And we know those guys shoot the three ball heavily. That's what they consist of. That's they game their the go to state Warriors game is
1: predicated on a three point ball. But they ain't shooting at the threes. All right. It's especially not a no two or three months span. Right. So you
0: looking at so we said the ML so you said Martin, the
1: Martin Luther King games, right? We had so
0: I was I was kinda of mad about this. They had Memphis Grizzlies and Atlanta Hawks. So, we know Martin Luther King Jr. is born in Atlanta, Georgia.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we
0: know Martin Luther King Jr. got assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee. In Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So, the only time the Atlanta Hawks and the Memphis Grizzlies get pretty much a primetime game early in the day is on those two days. I feel like those teams should be played more. I think each team, all of them, I don't care what the record is. We know that we know certain teams throughout the league. We know they always gonna be prime time, but you gotta put the small market teams on TV more. I know the Cavaliers had their fair share of games on, on, on big market TVs. You know we don't see enough of the Memphis Grizzlies. We don't see enough of the Sacramento Kings. We don't see enough of the Atlanta Hawks. I don't care what your record is. If you're a basketball fan, you'll watch anything. We always get the same to games on TV pretty much. You get an OKC. You get the Golden State Warriors. Of course, you gonna get the Lakers back on TV now. Because they gone, they got Kobe Bryant. I mean, not Kobe Bryant, but LeBron James. They always keep a superstar. You're going to get the teams that you normally see, the San Antonio Spurs. Even though they are a small market team, you still get a heavy dose of them. I still want to see more of the smaller market teams. I want to turn the TV on and about. Oh, I am going to watch the Phoenix Suns. I don't care what your record is. I'm a fan of the basketball. I want to see more of them games. But the you, like you said, to put the Memphis Grizzlies on that game, that game was terrible. The Little Hawks game was terrible. But at the same time, in the token. We need to see a more of a variety of small-market teams, don't matter who they have on their team, so fans can know who is out there when they had this NBA vote, and you would know, okay, i watched them play before, because sometimes certain games you put on TV, you'd be looking at, hey, this team has a – this they' their 20-different starting lineup. You don't know what you're going to get on a certain nights, but you know with the superstar teams what you're getting.
1: Yeah, I think all, every team should get at least one big-market game. At least one. I, I was it's thinking – I was thinking at least three. You split them up.
0: At least three. Because that's how, some of the, that's how some of the teams make their money off team revenue. I'm looking at, all right, say right now, for a lot of people who can't watch, I'm going to just throw a team out there, the Phoenix Suns. If the Phoenix Suns come on three times a year on, on the big market TV, and you can look at a Devin Booker putting in work. Oh, Devin Booker putting in work. Oh, who is this other guy? He's actually putting in work. Uh, I'm going to say um, – What's my guy name? But M- Mikael Bridges, which is Miles Bridges' cousin. You look at Mikhail Bridges; he's putting in that work. That's a jersey sell for him. When I'm looking at that different type of things, I just say the NBA need to do. I mean,
1: do better marketing. Yeah, because it, it is some gym. I mean, they they do market the hell out of Luka Doncic. Man, this and their team ain't that great. And, and it it's crazy, like a second coming of Jesus, if you look, if you watch. The look, Luca is six nine. Been playing professional basketball since
0: he was sixteen years old, so he been playing on that on that pro level. But where where he's playing at overseas, with with those teams, he's playing in the grade one, which is which is some of the best competition that you would ever see. So when he came to the NBA, he was already NBA ready, and some of them guys that he was playing with was already played in the league three, four, five seasons. And he already seasoned in. He's hitting everybody with their own moves. Like, one night, he hit Kevin Durant with his own move. The next night, he hit James Harden with James Harden with his step-back behind-the-back jump shot. He took Kyrie to the hole. He, he, he gave it to Steph. The one thing, he, he glassed LeBron James. So this guy, and you, he he's the next thing because – the Dallas Mavericks didn't know he was going to be that great because they got themselves in a limbo because now you got Luka Donitz and you got Dennis Smith Jr. and you're trying to figure out on certain nights can we pair these two together? How can we play them together? You got to sit Dennis Smith Jr. down so Luka Donitz can get his repetition. Then if he's cold, then you bring in Dennis Smith Jr. so he can get his rep. So they stuck in limbo. I think that Dennis Smith Jr. will be on the move.
1: Yeah, he definitely about to get traded somewhere. Based on the things I've been reading and hearing, he ain't getting along with the coach with, with uh, uh, Ventura, as I call him, uh, Jim Carrey, All Right. Um, and, and Dole and Mark Cuban, they're trying to do them and make, you know, make Luka Doncic the long star on that team. And even though last year Dennis Smith Jr. had a hell of a rookie season. All right then it, it, it's not it don't look like it's going to be a fit for him there so i hope he do get to go somewhere else and showcase his skills i think he is going to be a good player in the league if they send him somewhere decent
0: right so you know we on the i'm on the ig live too as we going on so we got toby tobe here he said tell mark what up and he said right now the dallas mavericks want to shop too. dj
1: who deandre jordan yeah yeah, well, he ain't DeAndre Jordan. He's been so to say the least, this year. So, we, so, Masters.
0: so we talk. So, so we are talking about trades. Where would you
1: trade DeAndre DeAndre Jordan to? The people who, who did need him Don't is we. probably the, the Lakers. The Lakers probably need him. Like I would swap him out for Tyson Chandler. You if you can't do that. I'm trying to think of another team that because the big man ain't really a commodity nowadays. He can't shoot the three, can't shoot free throws. He's just a diver. So maybe if Capella don't get back right, you can get him to Houston, you know, just ship him down the street to Houston. But, you know, they got Capella and they just picked up the Manable. So it's like, I don't know where he can go unless he just go to a a lottery team where he'll be useful. Unless you want to put him back in Detroit, you know, put him back with. Uh, with Blake Griffin in Detroit, you know, get the uh, the live show back, but that's that's not gonna make an impact for them. They, they ain't gonna give them no extra win. I I I think I think he's gonna stay put. I don't think DeAndre or
0: Jordan's going anywhere. But we know for a fact that Dennis Smith Jr. will be on the move. I think Markel Fultz might be another person on to the
1: move too, low key. Markel okay, Fultz? Well, yeah, he hurt though. He yeah. Didn't even- Coming back, but well, he's his already jump back. He's completely broke.
0: <laughs> I just think, I think his jump. I don't think nothing's wrong with his jump shot. I just think when he got there, they got all these players and all the players. He plays going to get minutes, and he's not getting. He, now, no, have no, they have no plan no, no minutes for him. They got all the players ahead of him. He, you got he lost. He he gonna lose his job because you got the one guy, Shamit. He come in and get buckets. TJ McConnell coming back in, slowly into the rotation. J.J. Reddit is getting the shots. Jimmy Butler is going to take up half, most of the offense. You know, Ben Simmons is going to have him on the rock. We're, Wilson Chandler back in the in the rotation. Where do you fit Markel Fox in? That's
1: a good point. There's really nowhere for him to fit.
0: You had to trade <laughs> Markel Fox to a team he can start to refresh.
1: But then there's so, so many good point guards in the league. Now, I don't know where that's going to be like just think just think about the teams in the west you got the sacramento kings they got the swiper fox right memphis grizzlies mike holland right the lakers even though i don't think too highly of them they got Lonzo Ball and they got Rajon rondo right steph curry it's just you go down the list it's like good point russell westbrook like where is he gonna fit like where where is an open point guard spot for him
0: now, to, be I mean, honest, the- to be honest with you, I would send him to to the Warriors, build his confidence back up, free for all ball. That would be I'm nice team. Cause what,
1: send him out there. Like, go out there, have fun. <laughs>
0: right to be honest with you, Quinn Cook and Steph Curry's backup point guard. What is Quinn Cook doing?
1: Quinn Cook is all right, though. He's all right. I watched him on the can charge. He's good. He can make a shot under pressure.
0: Right. <laughs> But you're looking at teams where he can build confidence back up. Spurs would be another team he can go to. Like a good look. The Spurs. They, he, he just... And When you're looking at Marcos Fox, you're looking at teams nowadays, a lot of these NBA teams don't have true veterans. You know, back in the day, you would watch a basketball game. You're looking at certain teams running the league. You're looking at rookies, like Jason Kidd, when he was a rookie. You're looking at some of their mentors. You're like, man, some of their mentors, like O, like OGS. I mean, around the league. So just imagine, you go play for the Lakers, and back. At, I'm gonna say, not, I'm gonna say, playing for the Lakers, you got Shaq and Kobe on your team, and, you, and, the, and I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just throw a name out there. And you're and the rookie is Devin George. How much did Devin George learn from Kobe Bryant? They learned a lot of playing on offense, playing defense. They became team players. A lot of these guys don't hang out with each other on a normal basis. They got certain people they have to hang out with. You go this way, this go this way. I don't see enough of that in today's game. A lot of these basketball teams don't have a lot of true OGs on the bench. The last true OG I'm going to say on the bench for someone is for the Miami Heat. You got a Dwayne Wade who come off the bench. And you got Udonis Haskell who barely get playing time, who's sacrificing and hey, we're going to let these young guys run. We're going to feed them the championship pedigree. A lot of these teams will have championship pedigree players on their team. They're all gone.
1: I mean, it's only this past decade, it's only been a couple of teams that had championship experience. You, got Whatever team LeBron on, right. and the Warriors and the Spurs, that's it. So if you ain't right. any, any, been on any of those teams, you ain't got no experience we're going deep into the playoffs so. right so
0: we, we we're going to do one more segment on this basketball thing so we know the trade deadline is coming up it's a couple of days we're going to throw out there you just name a team where you think they should end up kevin love will play in the, in the game before the all-star break where do you think kevin do you think dan gilbert would trade kevin love before the, the all-star break
1: nah he ain't it ain't nowhere for him to go. unless he get a deal for like the trade into the Atlanta Hawks and get their pick or something like that, but that is, which is crazy. So I don't think that I don't see that happening. The only places I see Dan Gilbert let him go to is all of teams that's already sucky. So the Atlanta Hawks, Phoenix Suns, uh who else down low at the at the at the top Memphis New Grizzlies, Knicks. New York Knicks. Well so the, the Knicks well, let me think about that Knicks situation. The Knicks may not be a good that may be a good see, landing spot for Caleb. If, if they see can, I got I got one team that
0: Kevin Love may end up. People are gonna say, you're gonna say I'm just starting a little crazy. I think Kevin Love may get traded to the Denver Nuggets. You trade Paul you trade look you trade you trade him to, to the Denver Nuggets. You probably put him and Alex Burke in a package. You get Paul Millsap. You know what I'm saying? Probably, uh, Willie Barton, and you get a, a you get their first round draft pick, which would be a late first round draft pick. So the Cavaliers had two first round draft picks. You can have a the first round. You got the first pick in that in that round. And you can end up possibly at the twenty third or the twenty fourth pick.
1: Hmm, that's not a bad idea. I mean, I think he give he makes you a more versatile offensive team swapping right. him out for Paul Mirsap. You know, then mm-hmm. you can stretch the floor. Uh, you got a rebounder, so you won't be giving up rebounding by losing, you know, with the trade. Only thing is the defense. Mm-hmm. Paul Mirsap gave you that defense. Right. Kevin Love, him. he does not, that's not well, what he, he's about Well, he has <laughs> stretched the floor out for you because we
0: know Denver Nuggets do is usually dollar threes. So I'll right. throw another name out there for you.
1: Marcus All. And Mike Colony. See, both of those guys can fit anywhere. Like They can fit anywhere as long as you're trading away players who are already in a position. So whatever team you want to put them on, as long as you're trading away a point guard when you get Mike Colony, boom, he'll fit. You're them to for a big man, as long as you trade Marcus Salk, he can fit right in. They fit into any system. They're they that type of players. So with the teams that I think it can benefit the most right now from, the Spurs for uh to for Mike Heley that Mar saw and marcus saw what would be a good fit with him um I'm trying to think of uh, East team, not the Toronto Raptors or the Celtics the Pacers. Aras to the Pacers I think him I think he's pretty
0: solid. I think Marcus Hall would be pretty solid for the patient, but are they willing to give up one on pieces? That means they had to give up either a, a demonic bonus.
1: Right, they probably ain't going to do that. But they, they can give up the uh, they they give big, up. what's his name, Turner?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Miles Turner? Miles Turner for Marcus Hall, I would do that. To make Even a playoff though, push? He's mad older than that other. I mean, that's like a, a real short-term move, but I, 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 he's I, better than him.
0: I think Marcus Hall may get traded to the Charlotte Hornets for Niggas Batula and probably Willie Her- um, um, Hernandez. Appease Kimber Walker. Because that's like a building block. Because you get Kimber Walker and you can build you can build with Marcus Gasol because he actually is a bucket. So, And the quietest even though he was in the Charlotte Hornets making trades, I think Kimber Walker may be another person on the move. I think he may be cool. he, he might he get, get traded. He's
1: supposedly been on the move since two years now. He's supposed to be uh Cleveland's answer for Kyrie. He was supposed to be, um, what well, so was he supposed to go to the Spurs, too? Mm-hmm. Uh, his name associated with a lot of teams out here. I don't know when Mike will pull the trigger on
0: him. So Michael Jordan don't know what he's going to do with Kimba. He don't know if Kimba going to stay or he going to leave. So, Mike, Reese, I've seen this before about living in Charlotte now for the last seven years. When the players don't know what they're going to do, Michael Jordan
1: trade him. <laughs> he don't want that heavy. So Yo,
0: he gonna trade him like where can't like like where can they go? And
1: they know he, a lot of places. I
0: think MKG I think MKG be on the move. I think Nicholas Batoon on here still in checks. I, I wish they trade him.
1: He he need to keep getting them checks, Nicholas Batoon. he keep getting them checks, guy.
0: <laughs> I think Bradley Bill might be on the move. I it, man, I think this is gonna be one of the years. I think it's gonna be one of the years we're gonna look at it's gonna be a bunch of big name players getting traded and you're gonna be surprised who's getting traded.
1: Oh you think that this trade line about to be fireworks, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna be fourth of July. I
0: think it's gonna be some I think a lot of players are gonna get moved around. I think Vince Carter may get traded too to the Raptors and play <laughs> and play one and play his last season there. Can you imagine Vince Carter going back to Toronto? Can you imagine that standing ovation?
1: That'll be real.
0: To get this his car that NBA Finals ride?
1: He ain't going to do that. And, I mean, he'll have to get weight I hope they may train him. Buy his you know, contract out. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, we, don't, we no longer need the services. Thank So you. <laughs> before we jump in,
0: now we're going on this segment. Adrian Browner and Pac-Man, Manny Pacquiao.
1: It's the, the post-fight. Adrian Bowen, post-fight interview king. <laughs> On mama in them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> On <my> mama in them. <laughs> and one thing about Adrian Browner, I had a feeling he was going to lose that fight. Watching the fight was a different story. You know, he come in. You could tell he wanted to be, you could tell that's Floyd Mayweather, rather prodigy. He wanted to be Floyd so bad. He wanted to talk like him. He wouldn't dress like him. But one thing I know, he cannot fight like Floyd. And he no and he and look, he been actually he been wanting to fight Floyd for the last, what, five, six years? And I see why Floyd don't want to fight him. Like, dude, you can't even get past Pacquiao. You're
1: not ready, son. <laughs> and
0: people and people acting like Pacquiao is bomb. That's why would look at it. Realize Pacquiao is no no is no bomb. No bomb. Pacquiao served him something real nice on that platter. Beat him. I, when Jim Gray was interviewing him, he told him, do you realize that you lost this fight? That you that you already threw eight punches a round? He really thought he, he did, Adrian Browner, what do you think he can beat Floyd Mayweather? I um.
1: know. Uh, I would pay for his profile interview rather than I would to see this man But He really be thinking he be doing stuff out there like, bro, he said he controlled the fight, he said he beat the boy, like that didn't happen. <laughs> dude, he, he, I don't, that's how you, when you get beat up that bad in the
0: ring, he had amnesia already. You seen the fight, you see me out there, Jim. I was putting everybody, I already know you against me talking like that. A- Adrian Browner wanna be Floyd. Like the hope that he wanna be Floyd so bad. And he can't. He can't be Floyd. He don't he don't have hard work and dedication. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a lot that goes on in that boxing ring. I thought his I thought his foot wasn't right. He was he was getting set up every time. The, he was getting set up for the jab every time. He wasn't capitalizing. Pacquiao was capitalizing off many off uh, rounder mistakes. Oh, you want a jab? me? That one, but this one. I'm gonna come in straight hook on him. I'm him with this. And, and, and watching that fight was disappointed because I'm, I thought I was gonna get a good fight. I told my people like, I'm, I'm I'm out of here, man. It was a waste because Adrian Brown didn't bring that. He brought more of this. He talked a lot. He talked a good game. The loudest person in the room normally is the weakest one in the room. Yeah, he did miss a lot of punches, too, as well. But he, he 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 didn't give you what you wanted to see from a fight. He was trying to dance in the ring a lot like he Floyd. You're not Floyd. You don't have that dip game like Floyd Mayweather.
1: Nope. You don't the defense, either. you just all tough. All you tough. Suck. No
0: skill. Well, what would you say? On oh, my mama in them? Yeah, we seen it on your mama and them you lost. Then watching Finn, it's just, you know what I'm saying? He got a lot to do, man. He got a lot of he got a lot to get to get himself prepared for if he wanna fight. Except with a uh, uh, with Floyd Mayweather. And it's and it's and it's sad because I'm looking at certain things what's going on in the boxing world and you and you 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 want to, you want, you want to see a good fight, and it's, and the sad part about it is, UFC, UFC came and took over the boxing scene. UFC come on on Fox Sports One. Now they got to Now they got to deal with ESPN, and they come on what Fox Night. They got their own. They got their own TV station with the Bellator. Boxing been around for a long time, and they yet to have their own boxing network. You, you it don't add it, it. It don't add up that boxing has come to this that USC has taken over the boxing.
1: USC fights, it's more than a team. it's more blood, is what it is. That's People want to see that, yeah. and, and you
0: know, and USC is is a gladiator sport. People getting their head split, like the one guy got his head split right to the melon. <laughs> and to the white and, meat. To the white meat. He, and I am surprised the referee didn't stop the fight. He kept going. You know, that's another sport in the game. They would have stopped the fight and say, it's over. We're not doing nothing like that. And I'm, I'm looking at where UFC is making. Hey, Dana White, man's that dude. Pretty much in the UFC, man, it's a championship fight. <laughs> Pretty much every other month that you cannot hold on to that belt that long that belt is up for grabs you know what i'm saying yeah i mean
1: it's a lot it was, going on i don't think it'll ever be up there with the uh the prestigiousness as boxing But, right. but like you said they don't like know what he doing uh Every time I watch you, I know I can't change the channel. But I wonder if he, this man <laughs> about to get his head beat to the white meat or this going to be like you guaranteed knockouts, tap outs. With boxing, is like you can end the match with a draw or the wrestle so crooked. Like the person who should have won don't even win or don't even get enough points for it to even be cons- like to be logical. Like how did it? This has become a, a unanimous decision fight, and this other guy clearly won. Right. Easily.
0: With that being said, we're going to jump right to this NFL. Four games that I was on this past weekend, we had the Chiefs, Patriots, Saints, and Rams. And we just can't say that the, ref, the referee in that game was terrible. The referee's been terrible the whole NFL season. We've seen the referee get fired because the referee's been so bad. I mean, it's a lot going on with these referees. I I made this joke at work, and I had everybody laugh, and I said, told people at work, the referees are from that Buffalo Wild Wings commercial. Turn the sprinklers on so he can miss the field goal. what the guy do? He called me and turned the sprinklers on, missed the field goal. This is what this is. This is what this came down to. You got these part-time referees in the game. Don't know calling bad calls. Don't know when to make a call. And and the reason I'm saying that is watching that Saints and Rams game. How did they miss the pass interference towards the end of the game?
1: i seen that like, as soon as I seen it, like, live action, like, yeah, that's passing the friends taking that back, right? Right. I don't know what the rest was watching. They need to be fined. Them, them rest need to be fined and suspended for that. That was just a terrible call.
0: And and the crazy thing, you, you had the side judge right there. You had the side judge looking right, looking. right at the play. Looking
1: like... How much did the Rams pay me today?
0: Yeah, I didn't see that. He's looking right at the play. Said, "My, he said, no, I'm sorry, my bad, I missed that." How do you miss it? You look. I got on specs too. He had his he had his specs on. He's standing right there looking at the play. First and foremost, that call should have been pass interference. You had a helmet to helmet on that on that uh on that play, and he was face guarded. So the so the the defender never turned around one time to spot where the ball was in the air. Because all day long, the college referees made that play and call all day long. I remember they have some college referees come in and, and um and ref the NFL. Cause I went to Twitter, right? Uh, Mike Thomas said, Goodell, he tweeted him, Gadell picked the phone up. He said something about Article 7, what was it? Article Seventeen, Section Two. He said, "I didn't know at that time you can replay a game, or the commissioner can overrule that and get the, the, the get the game away to the team that who should have got that call and could have made the Saints win that game." It, it says in Article Seventeen, Section Two that a, that a play can be reversed or the or you can reverse that game or the game can be played back in that same format. So it's hitting rules in the NFL book in the NFL rules that we don't know. I didn't even know that myself. So when he That's said funny. that, I said, wow. So you learn something new every day. So when I'm looking at that, you go, you you fast forward. Well, we, before we go to the next game, we can say about the pass interference, but the one thing that people are not talking about, Drew Brees is a Hall of Fame quarterback, would you say? He a Hall of Fame quarterback, right? Yeah. But you can't get into overtime and throw an interception.
1: Yeah, that nobody is talking about that they, So yeah, they are blowing the play, but their overtime comes is zero-zero game. Correct. Right. Zero. So it's a new game. All the famer he should get you down to the, uh, get that TD, get the game over with.
0: You throw an interception yeah. in your own in, in your own side of the field. So you already set. So you already set the Rams up for good field goal position. Not only the field goal, he punched in a fifty-seven-yard field goal. That guy.
1: He's the real MVP. That kicker, he sent it to overtime. Then fifty-seven yards to win the game. Fine. Right.
0: did you go? To, did you go to? Did we go go to? The, you go to the Chargers and Patriots game? whereas that game was good, and I think the MVP of the season either it may be Aaron Donald. Except he did set the, the, the sack record. Then you got Patrick Mahomes through what fifty touchdowns. As of being the starter in his in his second year behind Alex Smith, but the one thing that's going to hinder to him if let's say if he do say if he don't win it, the one thing that may hinder him his defense doesn't stop nobody. Okay. They had they had three they had three thirty longs against Tom Brady, and they, and they and they puked on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> 30,
1: look, thirty ten, thirty nine,
0: thirty ten. And Tom Brady gashed him every time—a twelve-yard game, a twelve-yard game. I think he had one for a twenty-yard game. The defense has to come off the field. That's been their whole thing. I the told them so the whole year. I said they're not going to the Super Bowl because they give up. You can't, you can't go out there and score forty and give up thirty in football. You're not going to win games. And do you go with somebody like Tom Brady? And now he's been in what well, he been in what nine what eight what eight Super Bowls or nine of them already? And he won and he won five. So you're, gonna, years. So you're gonna be against a Super Bowl champion who's gonna dissect that that Chiefs defense like a fraud. <laughs> he
1: took
0: he took the Kansas City Chiefs into the lab and dissected them. And the reason I'm saying that because you have Tony Romo. The, the the quarterback who made me lose fifty dollars against the Seattle Seahawks, <laughs> and he fumbled that snap to send the send the Cowboys to the Super Bowl. They lost to Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander, the running back, money. he. And this guy sat there and called fifteen plays right. Hey, they should go here X Y Z. They should do this. He was breaking plays down. I said, "There's no way." He see all this when he was calling. He called one player that, that really sticks out of my mind. He said, "Look, if if I was if if I was the uh, the Patriots, I will call time out. They breaking Eric Berry down. They cheating. They put Eric Berry out." On the other side of the corner, they 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 snuck him in. He said, what do "I would do. I was line Gronkowski up at the receiver spot. I would throw the ball over the top, right to Gronkowski. It's a guaranteed first down." Do you know? With the, he's saying that within that play call, Gronkowski get in formation. He motion. He goes lines up at the receiver spot, and what happens? Tom Brady throws a a seventeen yard pass. Straight to Gronkowski and line him up. What I was saying, what the four or five yard line. And Jim then said, "What are you, Romo Houdini?" He called all these plays, but the reason I'm saying Tony Romo called those plays, how come he can't do this in Dallas? <laughs> Sorry, Cowboy Nation. I know y'all come American, but I'm speaking fast. Tony Romo sat down there and broke down every play, but yet not led his team to a Super Bowl victory, or yet to a Super Bowl. Victory. To get it to be contenders to a Super Bowl,
1: called. Maybe he should have been a, a, a defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator. You can, his, his skill was not delivering on it. Well, Tony Romo was good. I ain't gonna him. He was yeah. good. He was always hurt. So and you looking? the game, but to deliver. And you
0: looking at Tony Romo is where he is? You can tell he's a film junkie. You can tell he studies a lot of quarterbacks. You know, he been, what, not to be his second year. he had been, been gone from, relief from retirement, I believe. So you can tell he studied a lot of quarterbacks. And the, and the and the Patriots don't beat you down the field throwing deep balls. They run the same plays. That's what I'm getting to. They run the same plays. They are a strategic football team. That team is very disciplined. And everybody keeps saying, oh, the referees did that. They keep saying the D4. But at the end of the day, the referee don't throw the ball at Tom Brady. Yes, I see on one clip, Tom, the referee coming to Tom Brady said, I know what? I got you. I got you. Got him on what? He threw an interception. He said, I got you the next place. I got you. Tom Brady comes back in that formation, throws an interception. Right to this right to this right to the right to the corner or linebacker or whether whatever he threw the ball to. And the referee calls. Neutral infraction, neutral zone infraction on the defense on D4. I can't forget that name, D4.
1: <laughs>
0: D4. You was lined
1: up all sides, though.
0: <laughs> the game was won. And you gave Tom Brady another first down with a penalty. That's a bowing move. You are, players should be disciplined. I should suspect that from a rookie. Just that you got, throw that out there, a D4. I know everybody in Cleveland loving John Dorsey. I am too. John Dorsey drafted that guy. Oh, we have, yes, I hope we don't have that tobacco like that when it was time for the Cleveland Browns. He drafted that guy, so I'm looking at that. Hey. So, so he drafted. for us draft, right? So I know he, I know he drafted good because Tyreek Hill was a trouble rod receiver too in college. So we go get Antonio Callaway, who was another tr- trouble rod receiver. If I see what he I see what John Dorsey is building with the Cleveland Browns but we talk about the Browns a later day. but right now we're talking all championship mode Tom Brady in your eyes is he the go I think he made me to go
1: I think he made me the go There's no way I mean like 50 60 years old out there his deliverer
0: oh uh-huh. so,
1: we're going to win the, uh, the coin toss. Or oh, we're going straight down the field getting this touchdown, getting this game over with. We're going back to the Super Bowl. Chiefs <laughs> didn't even see the run.
0: Before we get off this thing, time is almost up. Who you got winning the Super Bowl? And I'm going to leave you the Super Bowl fat. Oh.
1: Super Bowl, Super Bowl. For the nostalgia say I'm going to go with the Patriots. i say Tom Brady get his...
0: Oh, this be like he's six hundred. He be in that ghost status with Jordan. He be six and he be six and three in the in the, uh, in the Super Bowl. Look, I'm going with history. I'm about I'm about the schools from cats out there. Men, women, children, dogs, pets, and poodles.
1: <laughs>
0: Real facts. The Cleveland Rams started in Cleveland in 1936 and played in Cleveland until 1942. They became the Cleveland Rams. This is before the Cleveland. This is before the Cleveland Browns. That was the second professional football team they had in Cleveland. The first professional football team was the Canton Bulldogs. His name was Jim Thorpe, the Heisman Trophy winner guy. Jim Thorpe, Jim Thorpe played for the played for the uh played for the Canton Bulldogs. So he actually played for the Cleveland Indians too. That's another fact. So like I said, the Cleveland The St. Louis Rams started in Cleveland first. They was the Cleveland Rams. They played there from 1936 to 1942. They left because they couldn't fill the stadium with fans. They played at two different stadiums. They played at the old Cleveland Browns, and Cleveland Indian Stadium, Municipal Stadium. Then they played at Shaw High School, Cleveland, Ohio. So with that being said, I'm picking my team. I'm going with the Cleveland Rams, a.k.a. St. Louis Rams, a.k.a. the L.A. Rams. And before we leave on that note, I want to leave somebody with this. Women do watch, women do listen to podcasts. I want to give a shout out to Tia Northley. she's the first African American woman to be licensed in a NASCAR and ARCA. Her dad is Bobby Northley, and he's a stock car driver too as well. She, she is twenty five years old, and the one thing I admire about her and fifty two starts. She has thirty-seven wins, and the reason I'm bringing her name up is Danica Patrick was getting all this love when she became the first woman to drive a NASCAR. And this th- this young lady, she's twenty-five years old, Tia Northley. If you want, to, if you all know who that is, Google her, and look her up. In fifty-two stars, she has thirty-seven wins. I'm breaking her to I'm breaking her to the forefoot for any for any girls out there, African American young girls that is chasing the dream. Yes, you can be a race car driver too as well. Put your mind to it, you can do it. So we're going to shout her out. That's real big because ESP in the in in big media, all that, is not looking at that. And she's doing her thing right now. She said she remember when she was like eight years old, five, when she said eight or seven years old, her dad took her Barbie car and made her power wheels into a, 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 a faster car. I made it to like a little mini go-kart. You put a radio in it, a an engine, and it took off. And every since then, she'd been really in love driving the cars. And the and the, and the, and the crazy I'm mentioning her because I was reading up on her. She has to like get a custom a customized suit. It cost sixteen hundred dollars because she has some type of some um, something strong in her ovaries. And she can have her she can have her misrecycle any any moment. It can just happened. So the suit that she has, you it would never see through, you would never see it. So shouts off to her for doing her thing. She's going through some time, a tough time with that, but she still she toughing up and suck up and, and, and trying to be, be the best that she can be. Like this goes for anyone, any girl, not just not African American girls, any girl that want to do race car driving. This all you can do. it. I got a big salute to her. I know I
1: wouldn't be out there racing on cars. I ain't got the <laughs> I ain't got the nerve to right. do it.
0: Cleveland Rams, baby. That's what I'm going with the St. Louis Rams, aka now the Los Angeles Rams. So with that being said, I'm your host, Tay Wiggs. We out of here. We catch y'all later. Peace. <laughs> yeah, I must say you was still recording.
1: Yeah, it still is. I'm trying. My phone froze.
0: Better plug it up real fast so it don't die on you.